the best health care is there in ways big and small. There when we most and least expect it. We may not see it, but we feel it. It lets us know we're not in this alone. Everyone deserves a health care partner who never quits. One who's there for what matters. United Healthcare, there for what matters. It's Not Your Fault is a podcast for parents, caregivers, and young people navigating the world and its challenges. Here's your host, Brandon Jones. Greetings, everyone, and welcome back to another installment of It Is Not Your Fault, a teen mental health podcast. I'm your host, Brandon Jones, and in today's episode, we're going to talk about empowering the teenagers and the young people um, that are in our lives today for their future. So empowering the future for the young people that are in our lives. And today's episode comes um, by way of me having an interesting experience over the last three weeks. I met a young man here in the Twin Cities area. He lives over south. And I met this young man when I was doing a panel conversation with the Minneapolis Park Board. And this young man uh, was brought in to share. He's been a part of this program where they're creating art to display their lives. And he created several different poems and a few different raps to talk about his day to day and his life and why the parks are significant in his life. And um, we did this. We did this event. It was a it was two events back to back weeks, and I got to listen to his poem twice. And when I listened the first time, I was in shock at some of the things that I heard him say. And when I listened the next week, I was in tears by listening to what he was saying, and it took me back. And when I say it took me back, it took me to a space where I felt his pain because I was the kid who also experienced the things that he experienced. But unfortunately, the experiences that I had was 20 years prior to where we are today. And things have seemed to be a lot worse for him than they were for myself. And had me thinking, man, how are we empowering the future for the youth in our lives? How are we encouraging the young people to continue to move forward when they have all these tools and resources and opportunities But there's so many kids in our lives who are not able to access or utilize those things to their best ability. So I wanted to share. I'm not going to share his exact words. I'm actually I'll do that on the Facebook page. I'll post his poem and rap to give him some credit uh, so you can see the things. But some of the things that I'm going to share is what he talked about. He talked about waking up to noise. He talked about stepping over needles to get to the park. He talked about not being able to play in specific areas of the park due to other people occupying those spaces that if he if he does step foot in those areas of park, threats of violence could be put upon him. He talked about seeing little kids being, you know, shoot off the basketball court for other activities such as drug selling or prostitution to take place and the kids not having a space to play and him feeling like he can't do anything about it for the kids that are in his life. He talked about police brutality and how he has to dodge the police officers, even though he's not doing anything wrong, but just due to suspicion. He talked about ducking bullets and picking up bullet shells off the ground. He talked about feeling hopeless and hearing sirens all the time, but not hearing other things that bring other messages of hope. And he talked about his life. And as he was sharing this poem, 
or just rap, really. He was rapping it in rap form. Um, he had so much pride on his face. He was smiling. His con- you can see, you can just feel the confidence off of him. He had the mic. We had a nice audio set up for him. He had a microphone. It was like he was performing on stage for millions of people. But he was really performing on stage for about 50 people that were in the room. Youth were in there as well. And when he wrapped up that rap the first week, people clapped. He smiled. He had a lot of pride. He was just so proud of his artwork. And then he went back to his seat. And then the second week that he did it, same thing. The room was about 40, 50 people. He cl- he finished his artwork. He shared his rap. People clapped. He smiled. He went and sat down. But I was uneasy the second time. I was like, man, I really internalized what he was saying. And then I had to take a step back and think. He's so proud of this moment. This is probably one of the first times in this young man's life that he's gotten recognition for something that he's created that wasn't something violent, that wasn't something that he did wrong, that wasn't something that, you know, somebody else needed to come in and fix. This was something that he created that other people appreciated. But at the same time, he's sharing his trauma. And it's important for us to understand what trauma is. And this is my definition for trauma. Trauma is a deep emotional wound a deep emotional wound. And when you go to the Facebook page and you check out this young man's rap, every line is a deep emotional wound. And it it put me in this weird space because on one end, I was proud of the young man. I was very proud that he was able to have the confidence and courage to share his life with these strangers, these people, um, and that he was able to perform it and, and do it in a way that was seamless. I mean, he didn't stutter. He didn't step over a word. He, he just went up there, did his thing, Enjoyed this time, you know, his 10 minutes of fame and had a seat. But at the same time, listen to the content of what he was saying was painful. (laughs) I mean, it was definitely a gut punch because you don't want any child to have to go through half of what this young man was saying or what he was going through. But there's kids who are, you know, within our reach, within our communities that are dealing with this. So it made me think for this podcast to get not to get too you know sentimental or, or too down, but to just share a reality. How can we empower the future for our young people? What are some things that we can actually do? Uh, so I came up with a list. You know me, I like my list. I'm gonna post this on the Facebook page as well. So I want to encourage you all to check it out. I'm only gonna share four tips, but there's gonna be more tips when I actually post it on Facebook. But I want us to think about youth first. Youth are the driving force of our future. They possess boundless potential and capacity to sharpen the shape and sharpen the world. However, the transition from adolescence to adulthood can be daunting, filled with uncertainty and self-doubt. As a society, it is our responsibility to inspire and support young people, encourage them to dream big and pursue their passions. And what I'm going to do is I'm going to post an article that I created on the Facebook page that's going to share these strategies. But let me share four that you can take with you today. They cost you nothing, but they might have such a value and such an impact on the young people in your life. And you might not know it. You might not know the impact until later on. But I would encourage you to do these things now to give these young people some hope. And yes, some of the things that you'll see in this young man's rap are things that are beyond what one person can do. But what we can do is offer our children something different so that they know that that their life doesn't end with some of the traumatic things that they've seen or they've experienced. So my first tip that I want to share with you all today is fostering a growth mindset. Now, this term growth mindset is very popular 
in the self-help space. You'll see a lot of books written about this or people who talk about this who are like motivational speakers. And there's a lot of science behind it as well that having a growth mindset helps people to understand that the situations that they're in today don't have to be the situations that they are in tomorrow or for the rest of their lives. So one of the most powerful and encouraging uh, things that you can do for a youth about their future is uh, install this growth mindset. And the mindset emphasizes that the beliefs that their ability and their intellect can be developed through uh, a dedication to hard work and utilizing smart work, the things that are around them, the tools, you know, the AI, the technology. Use those things for their empowerment, their learning, their growth. And then also help them highlight their talents that they have or help them discover talents that they might not realize that they do possess. So that's one thing. Number one is to foster the growth mindset. Number two, and this is going to sound like a broken record because I say this a lot here on the podcast. You got to provide role models. You have to role model healthy behaviors. And that's important because children watch what adults do. They, they will sniff you out. They will know if you're authentic or not. So it's always important for us to display and show what we want our youth to display and show at the same time. The the babies are always watching, as one of my mentors always says. The babies are always watching. It's very true. And if they see you do something that is counter um, contradictory to what you know you tell them to do, they won't believe you, and they'll and they also will lose a lot of hope in things too. Especially if you're seen as a high status person in the community, if you're doing negative things and they realize that or they understand that you're not standing up on your square, they will continue to move on and not and lose a lot of hope and belief. So modeling role modeling behaviors is very, very important. We'll get back to the podcast in a minute. But first, we all know that solar power can be a big part of the solution for our energy needs. Solar power is clean, renewable, and best of all, that sunshine is cheap and plentiful. Sure, it sounds great to have solar energy added to the mix, but how are you going to do that? The answer is easier than you think. The answer is Community Solar. Community Solar lets you join a solar farm that produces energy on your behalf. Electricity is produced by your solar farm and goes out to your local power grid. That allows you as a Community Solar member to remain with Excel as your utility and earn solar credits, reducing your normal bill. You save big on electricity while you save the environment. And you can do your part to support clean energy without installing solar panels on your roof. That's right. There's no home visits, no equipment, new equipment, construction, or maintenance. You don't even need to own your home to be a member of a solar farm. Renters can enroll and save too. Right now, if you go to mycleanchoice.com backslash Shaletta, you can get a $100 Visa gift card when you successfully enroll and are placed on a farm. Check it out. You can sign up for your membership in three minutes flat. Shaletta listeners, get going with Community Solar and get that $100 Visa gift card. Once again, your first step is to go to mycleanchoice.com backslash Shaletta. If you're looking for business advice, everyone's got an opinion, an angle, a surefire five-step plan. But if you want to know whether any of it actually makes sense for your business, who do you turn to? Work with a banker who understands your business goals and how a strong banking relationship can help you achieve them. Work with Bremer Bank, because understanding is everything. Put us to work for you today at bremer.com. Our mental health is part of our total well-being. We're worthy of joy and self-care. Because when we see mental health, we see a community that cares. www 
www.cmentalhealth.org. Remember how excited those kids were when they got their new gaming consoles? Kind of like how excited I was when I got that new desktop computer. But now, those electronics are old, just gathering dust and taking up space. But I know I don't want it to be taking up space in a landfill. Old electronics commonly contain toxic metals like lead, mercury, and cadmium, and that can contaminate the environment. Did you know that Ramsey County now offers electronic waste disposal through a partnership with Repowered in St. Paul? Dated electronics can be recycled or refurbished and kept out of our waste stream. And even better, it's free for Ramsey County residents. So collect up all your unwanted phones, TVs, VCRs, keyboards, printers, and other electronics that you have stuffed in your closet, basement, or garage. They can be recycled or refurbished and kept out of our waste stream. And don't worry, all the data will be physically destroyed or electronically wiped. To find out more about this new electronics recycling service, go to ramseycounty.us slash electronics. That's ramseycounty.us slash electronics. Remember, recycling is for everyone. At General Mills, our table is your table, and we believe racial equity, diversity, and inclusion are key ingredients for our success. Learn more about our work to inspire change at generalmills.com forward slash racial equity. The third thing is to encourage exploration. I read a stat a few years ago that shocked me, and I'm pretty sure this stat is still relevant today. This is a pre-pandemic stat. It was about children in North Minneapolis. The stat said that most children in North Minneapolis do not uh, go beyond a six-block radius from their home. When I heard that, I was like, what? I couldn't believe it. And then I started to think about some of the youth that I've been a therapist for, some of the youth that I have um, had developed programming for, have been a part of initiatives. That is actually pretty accurate, that a lot of young people don't go beyond a six-block radius of their own home. Sometimes, periodically, they'll go like downtown or maybe to the Mall of America or maybe to a movie theater or maybe even sometimes a sporting event, but that doesn't happen often. Typically, they're in within a six-block radius. And when I hear that, I'm like, man, there's so much opportunity and possibility that these kids don't even get access to um, because they're limited to just where they live and, and the and transportation and the blocks or even just interest in doing things beyond there. And I've seen this play out in programming and opportunities and things of that nature as well, where we set up something for these young people to go see this beautiful state of Minnesota, get out in nature, you know, go to a lake, go into the woods, check things out. And they won't go because they're so uncomfortable with the idea because they haven't explored beyond things. Most folks haven't even traveled outside of the state, um, let alone their own city. So we have to encourage exploration. College tours are amazing. That's something that we do a lot here in the Twin Cities. We try to offer college tours. We might have to just offer other type of tours as well, like just see Minnesota tours or, you know, what other cities are out there. Or maybe we do a civil rights tour or something. We have to get our kids out of their normal environment and to try new things because what that does is it unlocks pathways to what else is out there. It exposes them to different cultures as well, how people interact and do things differently, and it gives them ideas of what's possible for themselves. But we have to drive that. Um, we can't allow young people to just try to figure that out on their own because they won't. They will stay in their creature comfort spaces, um, and they won't necessarily go beyond where they've been. So exploring, encourage exploration is number three. 
And then the, the next thing that we can do is uh, one that I want to call showcasing opportunities. Like I said about this young man who wrote this rap, he got to showcase an opportunity. He got to showcase a talent. And this was probably the first time he's been asked to showcase something that did not show that he was in trouble or that he did something wrong. And there's so many youth, they only get attention when they do something negative or when they do something that is out of characteristic or they should not be doing. But we have to find ways to promote and encourage young people to continue to do well and to continue to do positive things and then clap for that. If your kid comes home with an A on a paper or a, a test or something of that nature, give them some kudos. We have to encourage our children. Encouragement to a child is like water to a tree. It will They will not grow without it. And so many young people do not get encouragement and they lose a lot of hope in adults, a lot of hope in their future, a lot of hope in society, because only thing that gets focused on is the negative things that they do. So showcase opportunities, showcase, you know, progress as well and give them some some kudos and help them uh, advance their curiosity to continue to do better as they go. So those are going to be my four tips for today. We're going to end up wrapping up the podcast here. But I want to stress how important empowering our youth is. And it does it doesn't have to cost a lot of money. Money's always good. It can help, you know, get things done. You know, you can't do a college tour without some funds. I understand that. But fostering a growth mindset, providing, you know, being a good role model and providing additional good role models, um, helping young people explore, helping young people get outside of their normal environment, and then also showcasing their talents, their abilities, and fostering a space of opportunity and showcasing opportunities are all ways that can help young people grow. You know, our babies are hurting out here. It hurts me to even talk about this, but I do believe that there's hope that they can get better if we all work together. Now, you might be thinking, what does this have to do with mental health? It has everything to do with mental health, because when young people don't get these things, depression can set in, anxiety symptoms can set in, amongst other things, eating disorders, suicidality, um, you know, even, you know, some people can develop other type of psychosis as well. We have to, you know, support our kids and our community to the best of our ability. So with that, I'm going to wrap up the podcast. Once again, this is uh, It Is Not Your Fault, a team mental health podcast. I am Brandon Jones, your host. Uh, be sure to check us out in three spaces and places. First, the Facebook group. You can check us out there where we post. Just go to Facebook, type in It Is Not Your Fault podcast, and you can find us. You can also check me out at my own website, www.jegna.org. That's jegna.org, where you can ask questions or check out some of the other things that I do. And as always, you can check us out at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. That is ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. Again, it is not your fault, but it may be your opportunity to help the young person in your life. We'll check you on the next podcast. Take care. To check out previous episodes of It's Not Your Fault or to learn more about Brandon Jones, log on to ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. Hi, I'm Shaletta Brundage. You know what my family and I are doing for MEA Weekend? Child, we are going on vacation. And I mean a real vacation. We will not be crisscrossing the state or the country taking my son Andrew to tour college campuses. We found the right fit for him right here in the Twin Cities. It's Doherty Family College at the University of St. Thomas. This two-year college will put him on a path to his four-year degree. With small class sizes, he'll build personal relationships. And I like the free laptops and books. At Doherty Family College, he even gets free bus fare and free breakfast and lunch. This means he won't have to take on debt to get his education. And just think, my son, a Tommy, and me, 
a Tommy Mommy. So for MEA Weekend, save yourself some time and travel. Do what we did. Go to dfc.stthomas.edu and set up your own tour at Doherty Family College. It's not just another day in your life. Things are changing for the better. At Comcast, we see those changes and we're thinking about how we use technology today to live, work, learn, and play. And we're building for the future now so we're better prepared for the wants and needs of tomorrow. That's why Comcast is rolling out multi-gig internet speeds to more than 50 million homes and businesses before the end of 2025, making our already industry-leading network even faster, smarter, greener, and more reliable. Over the decades, Comcast has been your partner, working hard to serve your community and we'll continue to be your partner. We're expanding our gigabits so you can enjoy the tiny bits that matter most. Did someone you've spent time with recently come down with COVID-19? Or have you been under the weather yourself? Then it's a good idea to test for the virus. When you take the simple nasal swab test, you'll get results in just 15 minutes. And these rapid antigen tests are available for free. You take this test privately at home so no lab drop-off is required. Find out how your family can get your free at home test right here in Minnesota. Go to SayYesHomeTest.org to learn all about it. That's SayYesHomeTest.org. You know Shaletta makes you laugh, but did you know Shaletta Brundage can also make you think and boost your business? Media personality, activist, and comedian Shaletta Brundage founded Shaletta Makes Me Laugh to celebrate and share the best of black culture. It's a podcasting platform. You can download 10 weekly podcasts hosted by African-American subject experts at ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com or wherever you find your favorite podcasts. ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com is also a production house creating broadcast quality commercial content. And Shaletta and her team of storytellers create powerful promotional campaigns to get businesses the brand awareness they're looking for. Some of Minnesota's top businesses trust Shaletta, and you can too. Get out the word about your events and products and get in front of communities of color with ShalettaMakesMeLaugh.com. She's got the power to help your business.